Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, as always. Thank you for joining us. And, Marsha, you have a guest, and let's find out what we're talking about. Oh, well, my guest is my favorite tech lady in the world. She is, like, the big data expert. Actually, her job is she's a big data architect. You you got that, Mark? Because I know how much you love big data. I love anything (laughs) large. (sighs) Uh, But you're always complaining about how much they know about you, right? So Lynn can talk for hours on big data, but right now she's here because she told me that she's got Google Glass. And Lynn, welcome to the show. (laughs) Hey, Marcia. Hey, Mark. How are you? Hi, Lynn. How are you doing? Good. So tell us, what is Google Glass? Google Glass is a wearable computer. It's a new piece of hardware that includes some, you know, operating system from Google. It looks like a little thing that would be on the upper right side of a pair of glasses. So you can wear it with kind of fake glasses, so it looks actually like wearing glasses or sunglasses, or you can wear it just with the sort of wire thing that goes across. So you look kind of like a cyborg. Mm. So it's not Google Glasses, it's Google Glass, correct? Yes. Yes, Google oh. Glass, it's the official name. Ah, now, how long have you been playing with Google Glass? Uh, I am part of what's called the Glass Explorer Initial Wave. So <laughs> I've had them, I know, fancy, huh? I've wow. had them uh, since last Friday, where I went up to the Google offices in Venice and had my sitting. Um, it was pretty it was pretty funny, Google trying to have a little Apple store instead of Google. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and and so what was the procedure fitting what the hey uh well they're they're uh, pretty pricey uh the 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 current version right now is very limited google extended the opportunity for people who who uh, attended their annual developer conference last year to buy this early developer preview they cost 1600 bucks so well, they just, let you do that how nice of them yeah that was kind, yeah, it was the it? opportunity so wow. So, um, you know, they've got sort of best of breed out here, you know, from the materials, the, the metal thing that holds the actual computer is titanium, to uh, the actual computer itself has a number of different sensors. It has an eyeball tracker. It has a gyroscope. It has a Bluetooth. You know, it's, it's kind of amazing all the stuff they fit into this little tiny piece of uh, hardware. Yeah, well, is, is it making you a little sick? Well, you know, it's interesting. So I've had about two weeks, and um, I have a I have a programmer partner. So you know we've been fighting over him, right? <laughs> so I I was yeah, I but was, it was fitted for you. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know, I know. So I was up at, at this year's Google I/O in San Francisco this week. So what a perfect place to wear them. So I wore them for basically three or four days straight, twenty four seven. Oh my! You know, gosh. walking. To, I wanted to have like experience the world through glass. You know what I mean? Kind of get people's feedback, see how it felt to have it on my face. You know, just start to think about applications I would develop, see how people would react. Um, so I wore them on the barge. You know, I wore them on the airplane. I wore them everywhere. It was a really interesting kind of experiment, actually. And, and what, I mean, yeah, what did you discover? I mean, did you, and, I, and, I, and, yeah, I looked at all the cool stuff it allegedly does. Allegedly does. Yeah, so, so a couple things. First of all, um, I also wore them briefly. I had, I had a trip to Utah the week before, and, uh, 
in Utah, they were just a curiosity. People were, you know, what is that kind of odd? And if I wore them with the lenses, they actually really didn't notice. But in San Francisco, everybody knew what they were. The cab drivers, people on the street, the baristas in Starbucks, everybody. It was actually really kind of interesting because the people at I.O., the programmers, because there were other people that had them at the I.O. conference, about maybe about one out of every 20 or 30 people at the conference, out of 6,000. So the people at I.O. were kind of fake, blasé. So you walk by and they'd stare at you. And if you would, we walk up to them and say, you know, would you like to try them? they go, yes, yes, yes. But they wouldn't come up to you because they were trying to be cool, you know. The people in the street, they had... <laughs> They had no such hesitation. I mean, I had people yelling at me going, oh, those Google Glass, how is it? Or, you know, and <laughs> cab drivers wanting to try it on and breaches, you know, bringing everybody from the all of Starbucks. I had crowds. It was fun, actually. Okay, Lynn. Okay, Lynn. How is it? Yeah, what does it do? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm going to give you the good, the bad, the ugly. Ready? Yep. So, okay, go. So, so the good is there's some things in the hardware that are pretty amazing. So they use a combination of touch commands and voice commands. So uh, the touch commands, it's a piece of plastic, you know, kind of on your temple. And the yeah. way that you work with it is you double tap it, you stroke forward or you stroke back or you stroke down. So touch commands. Um, I'm really happy with the touch interface. Yeah, those touch commands work elsewhere, too. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah, yeah only I've... the bad friends know this. But... <laughs> But I've, but I've, um, I've had, I've worked with a lot of different, uh, new types of touch hardware. I used to work at Microsoft, for example, when they brought out some of their touch stuff. And, you know, some companies are good at building touch hardware, Apple, for example, and some companies not so good. I was pretty impressed with the, the, you know, the way that it works, basically. So I was happy with that. I was also really happy with the voice commands. I tried them out in really noisy environments because uh, to take a picture, you just say, you know, okay, glass. And it gives you a menu, and then you say, take a picture. And um, I was really impressed. I was able to do it at parties, in the street, in the subway, um, which I'm not sure exactly how their technology works, but it's really effective. So I was really happy with those things. The quality of the interface, you know, how they project in front of you, it's amazingly usable. Um, they have some pretty good UI guidelines, like to have a black background with white text, um, which seems sort of common sense. But there's, there were some new apps released at I.O., and some of them didn't follow the guidelines, and you could, you could tell right away because they Wait. can't see them. Lynn, I, just a question. It takes the picture on your phone, or there's a camera built no, into the glasses? No, it takes the picture in the glasses. In the, the glass. And then, and then you plug in it into something, and then to see the picture, you plug it into what, your computer? No, actually, it has a little tiny display. So um, it is in the glasses themselves. There's a little, tiny, little teeny television sort of kind of thing right in front of your uh, uh, right eye. Um, and okay, wait. Let me let me get this to Mark. Mark, remember those glasses we tried on years yeah, ago? Yeah, the big at CBS TVs. That were right. Yeah. Well, this is a teeny tiny thing, and it's kind of a Star Trek style display right. right on the glass in front of your eye. But if you want to show someone else the po the pictures, can yeah. you do that? Yeah. So the way that it works is. Um, if you can have access to Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, Bluetooth will interact with your phone, and Wi-Fi, of course, will allow, you know, basically a subset of the apps on your phone. Okay, because got it. It's, because it's Google Glass, it's very integrated into Google+. Plus. So if you want to share your picture on your stream, you actually just tap it, and then it'll say share, and then tap it again, then you select the circle that you share it to. Got it. Okay. Okay, now, Lynn, I want to ask you, because I've become a big user of Google now, 
Do cards come up? Does it tell yes. you when you have an appointment? Tell me about that. Yes, yes, yes. So that's one of the things I love about this. Again, the voice recognition is phenomenal. When you're connected to Wi-Fi, you know, you can just say something like, let's say you're out shopping, and you can say, Google, um, you say Google to, to bring up Google. Google, uh, how much is $100 in uh, British pounds? And it will tell you and show you. Cool. Yeah. yeah very you know, this is interesting, and it seems to me a lot of what they've put into the Google interface that I have, I have the Galaxy Note 2, and I can do all that, but it's, I need my phone for it. So this kind of transfers it to a wearable device, correct? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, one of the reasons that I was so interested in getting this is because I am a developer. Now, I do work with big data, but I also do app development. And so I'm really interested in, you know, understanding the new form factor and figuring out what kind of apps. At Google I.O., they released some more apps. Um, they released Facebook, which I couldn't get to work. They released <laughs> Twitter, which was actually great. I love the Twitter app. It gives you a little tone in your ear when you get a new um, uh, tweet. And uh, then you can respond to it by voice, or you can retweet it by tapping. And I really liked it. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't blink constantly. It only comes on when you tap the side of the glasses. Now, I, New York, the New York Times app blinks constantly. <laughs> so so I you, hated you're that. reading it? In other words, you're reading the New York Times? That's the idea? Yeah. You, yeah. Now, does it read it to you, or does it come up on the screen? You have the option, depending on how the app is written. And then okay, so the New York Microsoft. Times app, what does that do? The does New York Times app was was something that was just annoying the heck out of me, and what I did is I uninstalled it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. Now, the CNN app was pretty cool because the CNN app, you can set your level of notification. So, again, just like all these new form factor type devices, you know, when you get a new form factor, you have to have apps that behave differently. You know, this is... If it's done wrong, this is like spamming the Facebook timeline only, you know, to the nth degree. <laughs> and does, on the, in terms of hearing, does it is it loud where only you can hear it as you would with a headphone, or is it other people can hear the sound around you? Uh, it is kind of in the middle. If it's a noisy room, they won't hear it. If it's completely silent, they will hear it, which is a little bit, you know, annoying, right? So. Yeah. Again, when you're doing the app design, you have to really think about that. Another thing, and this is a real negative thing, is you can Bluetooth to your phone. But in order to actually take a call, I had to, like, cup my hand over my ear because Ooh. I, 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 you know, I look like a complete dork. Look so, like Gary so. Owens, right? Remember Gary <laughs> yeah, Owens? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's interesting because Google exposed two uh, ways to program against this. One is kind of a simple way that you can just make cards and stuff like that from Google Now. The other one they talked about is what's called the Google, um, the Glass Developer Kit, which they haven't released yet, but they're working on it, and that's going to give developers access to the hardware so we can tune some of these things, like the sound, because, you know, it's clearly a V1. Some of the things, the sound is a problem. The other thing that's a huge problem is it's super hard to connect to Wi-Fi. It was really embarrassing. Really? Really? Yeah, and, of course, obviously that really decreases the usability of the device. Now, I, I attribute that to it being V1, but honestly, at... IO. I was doing some other press interviews, and I went up to the, uh, the glass booth, and I said, "Hey guys, I can't, you know, connect to Wi-Fi." And they said, "Oh, the Wi-Fi stressed here. You should go to Starbucks." Hey, and Len, thought, can you hang oh, with God. us for a sec? Can you come? Can you stay hang with us? on during the commercial and come back? Oh, sure, sure. We really want to hear more. Okay, cool. All right, great. Uh, yeah, this is fascinating. I want to ask Lynn the question: Are you going to wear this every day of your life? 
Uh, don't and go we will have the buy of the week when we get yes, back. Yes, we will so, do that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Not We're not going to miss that. So this is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, and Lynn Langett on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Attention eBay sellers. Are you protecting your feedback ratings? Protect yourself from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bitter warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Regain control over the selling process with bitter warning by knowing your bidder before it's too late. Negative feedbacks can hurt your eBay business on many levels. It reduces your appeal to potential customers, and it reduces revenue from eBay directly by lowering your monthly seller discount. Use bitter warning to regain the power to protect yourself from these bad apples who will intentionally try to harm or threaten your business. Bitter warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bitterwarning.com. Get a free two-week trial by using promo code WSRadio at bitterwarning.com. Bitter warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. Talk Talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. Okay, so Lynn, toy toy or something you're going to wear all the time? We have Lynn? Lynn? Oh, did we lose her? Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Is it a toy or something you're going to wear all the time? 
Oh, okay. Um, uh, I really like wearing it in a city that I'm not familiar because, uh, you know, if you can have connectivity, that's sort of the key thing. You know, you have integrated maps, for example. Well, so that say- is it. How did you know that was my next question? Have they <laughs> integrated the new Google Maps, which I was yeah. going to talk about? The new Google Maps are really epic. And they include photos. They even tell you, like, if you walk into St. Paul's Cathedral, where the best photo places are. So is this built in now? Uh, yeah, the new Maps API went live at I.O. and uh, really kind of pushed Google ahead of everyone. Um, really impressive. And, yeah, it's built in. So uh, that's a great piece of functionality. Another thing is you get notified when um, people that are in your circles are nearby if they're in your uh, friend circle. So you can actually, like, know when people are around. And so to me, it's a very sort of a social thing. So, Oh, uh, wait a I'm minute. Does, does this mean that I'll actually remember the names of people that I know their faces and I'm always stumped? Yeah. Oh, hi, how are you? Big hug. And I'm thinking to myself, what is this person's that name? That would be a great feature. That really would, yeah. <laughs> yeah, facial recognition app. Wouldn't that be awesome at parties? Yeah, that does Yeah, but, that, but they yeah. said they're, they're not having facial recognition, and that's one of the things I also wanted to talk about. They were called up, I think, by the Congress um, for a, to have a report on the privacy issues that may be coming up with Google Glass. And I do want you to know that Google did say on Friday, that they will not integrate facial recognition mm. into the glasses. Yeah. So, well, in other words, the person has to be your friend on Google for it to yeah. know you're there. Well, yeah. Well, it's really interesting because as a developer, you have to sign like a 27-page agreement of what you will do and won't do because obviously they're, they're you know, conscious of what the potential to do is. And there obviously has been some backlash. I mean, you can actually go to a site and you can download um, glass not allowed here and T-shirts with, you know, no glass and stuff like that. But to me, that seems, frankly, kind of stupid because, I mean, people can just take out their camera. So right. I, think it's, I think it's just fear of a new device. Now, there is one thing. This is sort of interesting. There's an eye-tracking sensor in glass, but the, the addition that they gave to the public, in order to take a picture, you have to say, take a picture, so someone would hear you, right? But um, uh, uh, there's a rumor, but I haven't I hadn't seen it, that the uh, internal version they have the eye tracking sensor, so you can actually wink and take a picture. Oh. But they did—they didn't release that because of privacy concerns. So uh-huh. yeah, there's a whole bunch of privacy stuff about this. And again, being a big data person, this is one of the reasons I wanted to get these. You know. <laughs> so I mean, my question is, you know, all this, and it sounds amazingly cool. And as Marcia talked about a, a couple of minutes ago, we, you know, we tried those big screen television glasses that you—you know—you look like at a, you were watching a hundred uh, screen television laying by the pool. Would you spend your hard-earned sixteen hundred bucks, and how often would you really wear it? Uh, like I said, I, I would wear it like if I was going out to socially. a new city. Yeah. yeah, into the city, like around the house, probably not. No. You know what I mean? I mean that that wouldn't make too much sense. But traveling, yeah, totally. And you'd spend sixteen hundred bucks to buy it. I would, but I'm a pretty big nerd. I don't. <laughs> I don't know yeah, me I'm too. A normal bar, you know what I mean? <laughs> I agree. I'm the same way. Lynn, I want to thank you for coming on and telling us about this. We we should have you on the show again because yeah, we always have a bunch of big data questions. And I think personally, I'm going to wait for V2 of Google Glass. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. One thing I wanted to tell you guys, kind of as as we're winding up here, is if people want to see what the photos and videos look like, I actually just did a blog post on my blog yesterday. So it's just my name, LynnLangit.com. 
and I kind of I did a more extensive review along with a I just captured the video live and made oh, a little nice. YouTube video so people can actually see what it looks like what the quality of the video and the pictures are if they want to take a look over there. Oh, and I will put Thank a link you. to that in the show notes so they can get it on iTunes and on our show page. Thank you so much for being with us, Lynn. Yeah, Lynn, good talking to you. Thank great. you. Great. Thanks for having me on. Take care, guys. Our pleasure. Take Alrighty, care. All righty. Bye-bye. That bye-bye. was great, huh? Yeah, that's fun. I, You know, I just, I don't know. Again, it seems like another one of those gimmicky things that I would rush out and buy and go, this is so cool. Look what I can do. Impress my friends and then go, ah, I don't know. Do I really want to wear this all the time? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, uh I think it might be cool, like Lynn said, going to CES, for example, or going right. to, you know, a conference. That would be incredibly cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have time to talk about the new Google Maps, but I think everybody ought to check that out because they've made some great strides. And I'll post something on the Computer and Technology Radio Show Facebook page about that so we can talk more about that. But now we have to have your buy of the week because it is so epic. It is cool. And now we will again scour the universe, scour the planets, and scour staple stores at this moment for the buy of the week. Thank you, Wade. Uh, and this is at Staples, and I'm first going to give it to you. Then I'm going to give you a special code that will allow you to get it even cheaper. This is the Lenovo Idea Tab or tablet. It's their eight gigabyte tablet. So if you're if you're looking for a tablet and you don't want to spend the you know the five hundred dollars it costs you to buy an iPad or the eight hundred dollars, or you don't want to buy one of the more expensive uh, Android tablets, this is the Android Ice Cream Sandwich operating system. Marsha, is that the most current? Ice cream? Uh, no, jelly bean is. Jelly bean, okay. Uh, and that's the only thing. But, hey, for this price, what the heck? Well, exactly. And it comes, as I say, it's a 7-inch screen. It's an 8-gigabyte tablet. Uh, it is a... You know, it's a very solid, you know, Lenovo makes some good stuff. It has 512 megabytes of memory. It's expandable to 16 gig, so you can double it. It's got a Wi-Fi built in. You can't, uh, there's no way of connecting this to a network like you can on an iPad. So it's your Wi-Fi connection, uh, two megabyte rear camera, uh, 0.3 megabyte front camera. So, you know, you're not talking about high-end camera stuff here. Uh, it's got up to 10 hours of browsing over Wi-Fi. But I have to say, you know, the displays, the reviews are quite good. The display is a 10 24 by 600 resolution um, and if you want to spend very little money and get yourself into the tablet world with a nice way to do it uh, this is available the price at staples is $129.99 but but if you use the coupon code 55247 uh, you will save an additional 20 bucks. So your net price is $109.99. Uh, that coupon code is available through tomorrow. So if you're listening on the archives and it's next week, ain't going to work for you. But uh, if you want this But heck, again, at that price, it's still a good Oh, yeah, even deal. at 129 But uh, again, it's at Staples Center, coupon code 55247, and it's the Lenovo Idea Tablet. It's the A2107. Uh, that's a seven-inch screen, eight-gigabyte tablet for one hundred nine ninety-nine with the code I just gave you. That's a heck of a price. Yeah, and uh, I just tweeted out the link. So if in yeah. case anybody, because that is a great price. That's a really amazing tablet. I just love my tablet. I have to say, I, you know, I, I still use my iPad nonstop. I'm using it right now on the show, and I just I don't love it. I mean, it just okay. Really... Let me tell you a little bit since we just have a couple of minutes yeah, of some minute. of the amazing things in the new Google Maps because yes. it's it's, it's making me crazy um 
Google obviously knows everything you do, as does Apple, except Apple doesn't talk about it as much. But I think Google is pretty transparent in letting you know that what you use is what they use, right? Yep. So they have figured out, when I was talking about St. Paul's Cathedral, Mm -hmm. they try to figure out exactly where photos are taken in the real world. Right. Okay. And what the pixels in the picture correspond to. So they make a 3D point cloud that links the real world to a large number of photos. Um, and like I said, n- like Notre Dame Cathedral, they have tens of thousands of them. And it generates where you can stand to make the best pictures, the most popular pictures that have been taken. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's very cool. You can or even view the photos online or I guess in your Google Glass. So they've taken the data that has come up from all the Google Maps to improve it massively. Check it out. You're going to love it. And we'll have, uh-huh. oh, my, we're not here next week. No, we're off next week. I'll be back the following week. Marsha's on vacation, but we'll be back in, I'll be back in two weeks. Uh, so, as always, thank you for joining us. Uh, be safe. Do not uh, drink and drive. And we will see you next week. You are listening to uh, two No, weeks. we won't see you next Google, week. You're listening right. to Computer and Technology Radio. WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to wsradio.com forward slash barter. That's wsradio.com forward slash barter. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. Okay, you admit to yourself that you have a huge credit card problem. However you got there, you've racked up $10,000, $20,000 or more in debt, and it mounts up daily, right? I don't need to tell you what your credit card statements look like, but I'm here to give you some help. 
All you need to do is make one quick, no-obligation call to the Debt Solutions Network, and one of our partner companies will help you with proven strategies to help you get out of debt. They can reduce your debt, in some cases up to 50%, and help stop the collection calls. If you're buried in credit card debt, call the Debt Solutions Networks now and learn for free how they can help you get out of debt for much less than you owe. Here's the number. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. Learn how you can get out of credit card debt now. Call now for a free debt analysis. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188.